Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? presents in association with Sterling Creations and VIP Tech The Mental Stretch with your host Donna Jodden. Hello there. My name is Donna Jill Jodhan and I am your host of Your Mental Stretch with Donna J. Jodhan. This is the third month that I am producing this show. And I want to thank everybody for all of their feedback, their thoughts, their suggestions. But most of all, I want to thank my friend Victor Gouvier for giving me this continuing opportunity to be with you. You know, when I started Your Mental Stretch with Donna, I wasn't sure how it was going to be received, and what really did I want to talk about. And as this is the third month, I think that I'm finally beginning to feel a bit more comfortable in what I'd like to talk about, in what I'd like to share, my own thoughts and my own feedback. Because I have a wealth of experience that I, over the years, as an author, as an advocate, as a blogger, as a coach, as a denimetry producer and writer, as an entrepreneur, as a law graduate, and as a podcast uh, commentator. I have a wealth of experience, and I have experienced a lot over the years. I've seen a lot of changes. I've had to change my own strategies when it comes to being able to cope with such things as anxiety, with stress, with a little bit of depression from time to time, but I've been able to weather the big storms and the rough seas, and here I am. And I'm proud to say that many of my clients have given me feedback, have shared in my own strategy, and I developed the mental stretch many years ago in order to cope more effectively, especially so with the rapidly um, evolution of technology. Because trust me when I tell you that technology is one of the greatest challenges for me as someone with a vision impairment. And I don't think that this applies only to persons with vision impairments. It applies to all of us. Because let's think about it. With the online divide or the online syndrome you know, moving off like a a freight train. You have so many people being left behind. People like seniors, people like persons with disabilities, people such as those who did not grow up in the era of technology, those who are what I call technically shy because they're definitely afraid of the online divide or the online syndrome or whatever you want to call it. And I find that many of us are still struggling to find ways to deal with all kinds of situations. For me, the mental stretch has been working fabulously. And it is a strategy that you really do not have to spend too much time thinking about. It is based on my MIC principle or the MIC 
principle. And what is the MIC principle? The MIC principle is all about being able to clear one's mind and one's imagination of cobwebs and clutter and to spark and stimulate one's creative juices. You know, you don't have to have any particular time of the day to do my mental stretch. You can do it at any time of the day. First thing in the morning, before breakfast, after breakfast, before noon, in the afternoon, in the evening, before going to bed. And you don't have to have a particular length of time to do it. It can be just for a few minutes. It could be for half an hour, 15 minutes, an hour, however long you want to be involved in a mental stretch. And I say this to you. If you can have stretches for your back, your neck, your legs, your knees, your arms, your stomach, your head, anything, why not the mental stretch? Because so many of us need a mental stretch. It's, it's like taking a break, really, from the rest of the world and just sitting back or lying back very quietly and allowing your mind and your imagination to take over for just those few precious minutes that you allow yourself, and I wouldn't say the luxury, you allow yourself a must-do. Not a luxury, but a must-do in order to make sure that my mental stretch is going to work for you. My mental stretch really <clears throat> has to do with using either one of your senses or a combination of more than one of your senses to do the mental stretch. So it could be the sense of hearing, the sense of smell, the sense of touch, the sense of taste, the sense of sight. And you can use one of these at a time or a combination of more than one at a time. It's, it's all about really relaxing and realizing that you need to recharge and regurgitate that you need to take into account the fact that you need this little break, a.k.a. the mental stretch. So for this week, let's get started, and I'm going to start us off with concentrating on the sense of hearing. Okay, let's use the sense of hearing to help us clear our minds and imaginations of clutter and cobwebs, okay, and to spark and stimulate our imagination, uh, our creative juices. So for the sense of hearing, I have these suggestions for you to start concentrating on. Okay, think of drums beating. You know, it's a sense, it's a month of June, and a lot of people are out and about, they're practicing their music outdoors. Think of the steady beat of drums beating. Bong, 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 bong. And you may think that, oh my gosh, this is noise. But it really isn't noise if you think about it. Think about, you know, how this can help you to clear 
the mind of clutter and cobwebs and to spark your stimulative, spark and stimulate your creative juices and to clear your imagination. Think of drum beats, the sound of drum beats, okay? Think of church bells pealing. Nothing nicer, nothing more pleasant than to think of church bells pealing. And especially for the month of June when brides, you know, are, you know, getting married to their beloved grooms. Church bells still ring out, you know. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing to think about. Listening to church bells pealing. Especially if you live in a community surrounded by hills and countryside. And you hear the church bells pealing. What lovely sound. But you can imagine it. Just sit back, relax, and imagine it. Think of students clapping. And how is this going to clear your minds and imaginations of cobwebs and to spark and stimulate your creative juices? The clapping of students is a way for you to think of encouragement, motivation, and being egged on. Being egged on to reach out there and aspire for greater heights. Think of clapping. Clap, clap, clap. Sound of students clapping as they applaud their fellow graduates in high school, at universities, at colleges. Okay? So, if you'd like to share your thoughts and your feedback and your suggestions, send me an email to Donna Jodham, D-O-N-N-A-J-O-D-H-A-N, at gmail.com. Now for my second segment of my show. I want to concentrate on the sense of smell. Okay, sense of smell. Think of the sense of smell. Now, when I mentioned the sense of hearing before, you could combine this sense with the sense of sight. Think of a an auditorium of students, all seated, all excited, all hopeful, all expecting. Think of a group of students. Think of it. See it in your mind. And now we come to the sense of smell. All right. How am I going to suggest that you use the sense of smell for your mental stretch? All right. Think of it like this. Think of new clothes. You're going out to buy some new clothes, new jeans, new t-shirts, um, you know, new anything. New summer wear, new late spring wear, new clothes as you enter the store. You smell it and it tickles your nostrils. And you think, oh my gosh, I can clear my mind and my imagination of cobwebs and clutter and I can spark my stimulative juices. And I can stimulate my stimulative juices by just inhaling the scent of new clothes. Mmm, new clothes. Or think of new leather. 
you buy a leather purse or you buy a pair of leather shoes or you, you know, anything leathery. You know, I love the scent of new leather. I really, really do. I think it just gives me that impetus to move forward, to sort of leave my anxiety and my stress behind and to just inhale it, smell it, and think of it. Think of seeing the new clothes that you're buying, nice new clothes, okay? Yes, think about it. How about new leather? Well, with the new leather, as I saying, you know, purses, wallets, smell it as you buy it. Smell it. Okay? New shoes. Everybody loves to bear, buy new shoes, don't they? And especially when you buy a new car. The smell of new leather as you sit in those brand new seats of your car. And think of the car itself. The vision of a brand new, you know, spanking new car. Think of it. Great way to spark your imagination and your mind and your stimulate and to stimulate your creative juices. I'm telling you that I've had friends who have said to me that just the idea of a brand new car, smelling the new seats, seeing the new car is enough to clear their minds and their imaginations of cobweb and clutter. So think about it, okay? Alright, I want to move on to the use of another sense. And this time we're going to think of concentrating on the sense of taste. Yes, the sense of taste. Time to get our tongues and our palates involved, okay? think of this. Yummy, spicy Mexican food. It's summertime and you're out there on your patio enjoying some lovely fajitas or tacos or burritos with refried beans and rice. It tickles the tongue. It also tickles the nostrils. So you could use both your sense of smell and your sense of taste in this way, okay? Sense of smell and sense of taste. So you're tickling both your nostrils and your tongue at the same time. And you could throw in the sense of sight as well, okay? Just think of those lovely pieces of food arranged on your plate in front of you as you sit on your patio. Yes, the sense of taste. How about fresh cut vegetables? I know a lot of us don't like fresh cut vegetables, but think of using this as another way in my mental stretch. Bring in one of your favorite vegetable dips. You sit there with all kinds of vegetables in front of you. Sense of sight, okay? And then you use your sense of taste 
to enjoy those fresh cut vegetables. Zucchini, probably, I like onions, but some people don't. Cucumbers, um, cauliflower, broccoli, all nicely cut up in front of you, <coughs> making a colorful bowl, okay? So you're using your sense of sight, you're using your sense of taste, and you might even think of it as using your sense of smell, okay? So you have three senses involved here. Sense of taste, sense of smell, and sense of sight. And I'm sure you can find other ways to bring in the sense of hearing. Maybe hearing yourself crunch, crunch, crunch. Sense of touch, touching those vegetables. So every sense can play a part. But for this particular example, I am going to talk about the sense of taste. Clear your minds and your imaginations of clutter and cobweb using this example. How about pizza? Ah, the kids love pizza, don't they? With all kinds of different toppings. It tickles the tongue and it tickles the nostrils. Think of it. Use your imagination now to help you clear your minds and your imaginations of clutter and cobweb. Just imagine the pizza, mouth-watering pizza, okay? So again, you're going to use a sense of taste to tickle your tongue. The sense of smell can come in here to tickle your nostrils and your sense of sight. To just visualize all those toppings atop your delicious pizza. Okay? Again, you can send me an email to Donna Jodhan, D-O-N-N-A-J-O-D-H-A-N, at gmail.com. And now for my fourth segment of this show. Let's look at the sense of touch. Okay, you're probably thinking, well, how can I use the sense of touch as part of the mental stretch? And I'm going to show you. Right, let's think of this. Think of a leaf. Now you may think, oh, who wants to touch a leaf, a dried leaf? But you're going to think of a green leaf. You're going to be standing in front of a shrub or standing in front of one of your plants in your garden, on, be it on your patio or balcony, or in your backyard or on your driveway. Now, run your fingers gently and slowly down the, the whole length of the leaf, up and down and slowly. And soon, I guarantee you, you are going to feel your mind and your imagination starting to relax, starting to recharge, and soon you're going to feel so relaxed that you may even think of yourself as being able to take on anything at this given time. At this time to touch a leaf may be first thing in the morning or last thing in the evening. When the leaf is cold and you may even find some dewdrops on the leaf. Think of it that way. 
heat from an outdoor barbecue. Now, I'm not telling you to go burn yourself. Here's what I do. I have my outdoor barbecue on my patio. I place my hand about a foot over the barbecue as it's warming up. And the sense of touch as the heat rises to meet my fingers. The sense of smell as the barbecue begins to smell. The sense of sight as I know what I'm going to be putting on this barbecue and I could, you know, imagine what I'm going to be putting. Sausages, bacon, um, chicken, pork, beef. So you see here, you have three different senses combining, but we're concentrating on the sense of touch and the heat rising to meet your fingers as you place the palm of your hand about a foot over the barbecue itself. You won't burn yourself, I guarantee you. So the sense of touch combined with the sense of smell of the barbecue and the sense of sight, thinking how this is going to, um, you know, what you're going to be putting on your barbecue. Hey, and you know what? Let's throw in the sense of taste because you get to imagine what you're going to be cooking. Yeah, chicken, sausage, pork, bacon, vegetables, roast potatoes, anything like that. So you see, you can use a combination of senses or just one sense. This is what my mental stretch is all about. Okay, so let's go here and put all this together. And you will see how my mental stretch can help you through the use of various senses, one at a time, or a combination of more than one. Okay? I'm going to leave you with two things for this month. One, I found this quotation and I thought I'd share it with you. Here goes. Survival can be summed up in three words. And I'm going to read this slowly to you. Survival can be summed up in three words. Okay? Three words. Okay? And here are the three words. Never give up. And that is the heart of it. Never give up. So survival can be summed up in three words. Never give up. And I found this quotation by someone by the name of Bear Grylls. I'm going to spell this for you. B-E-A-R that's the first name, Grills. And that's spelled G-R-I, oh, G-R-Y, sorry. L-E-L-S. So it's Bear Grills. B-E-A-R-G-R-Y-L-L-S. Okay. 
And the final thing I'm going to leave you with for this week, or this month, sorry, is I want you to think of one of the favorite countries that you have visited over the last few years. I know that COVID has played an awful part in stifling our ability to travel, but think of where have you been? Which country have you been that you have truly enjoyed? Allow yourself to relax. Allow yourself to think of the good times you had in that country and why that country is your favorite place to visit. Okay? For me, it is a country with beaches. I just love beaches. But last year, I visited Normandy in the fair country of France. And I really enjoyed visiting Normandy because I fulfilled her dream to walk in the shoes of those thousands of young men and women who gave their lives for us during World War II. My favorite country, my favorite town or city, whatever you want to call it, Normandy. That's it for me for this week, folks. I want to thank everyone for listening in. And I hope that you have a great month of June. I call it the jolly month of June. I thank you again for listening. I thank Victor for giving me this opportunity. And I will see you in the month of July. Take care now and have a great month. Bye-bye. You can catch The Mental Stretch on the first of every month on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway?